I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chris Hinks on the line. He's the founder and inbound marketing expert over at Chromatic Marketing. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Adam, good afternoon. Appreciate, uh, appreciate being on. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Chromatic Marketing Services. I mean, a lot of business owners, a lot of in- entrepreneurs listen to this and always looking for resources and different ways to, to um, get an edge on the competition. So excited to get your take on that. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. Uh, How did you get started sure. as an entrepreneur and in business? Yeah, g- great question. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to childhood a little bit here, and I'm going to talk about um, grade school, where I used to resell uh, pencils for those that uh, that have it. the new generation, right, probably doesn't know what a pencil is. But <laughs> back then, um, I used to resell NFL pencils to my classmates uh, at the grade school that, that I attended. Um, and that's kind of where the whole thing started with, you know, uh, making money, wanting to kind of build my own business, right? So through that, you know, went through school, right, did the whole high school, college thing, uh, dabbled into graduate school, uh, got my bachelor's degree in marketing, and I was really kind of programmed to, you know, I was in that, that mode of, you know, get a degree to get a job, get a degree to get a job, right? And I got a degree mm-hmm. in a field that I love, which is marketing, right? Now, before that, you know, there, there were a couple of missteps along the way. I'm like, you know, do I want to do I want to be in business? Both of my parents have been successful in business. You know, I was thinking, of well, computer, something in computers might be kind of the new wave technology, right? You know, uh, to kind of, um, you know, dovetail into somebody like a Steve Jobs over at Apple, right? Uh, maybe I want to do something in computers because, you know, that's the new wave and that's the technology is just going to, you know, skyrocket from there. And, I'm, you know, so early on in my, in my college days, you know, I was thinking, ah, could I do programming? Could I do computer science? I mean, I, I never really built a computer on my own, started to take some hard classes uh, in chemistry, physics, you know, you get into calculus and you really start to get into some, some really ridiculous equations on the, on the chalkboard or whiteboard, right, where you're literally going line after line of just writing different equations and, 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 and integrals and things like that. And I'm like, you know what, this is probably not for me. Mm. So uh, on a whim, I said, you know what, I just want to take a business class. I want to just see maybe that because of, right, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, um, you know, maybe that is my passion and my kind of career path, right? And I just stumbled upon a marketing class. I'll never forget the professor's name. And I was, Adam, I was instantly hooked. I'm like, marketing, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I can absolutely do this. I would love to market for people, right? I'd love to, you know, help them grow their business and, and, be, and become successful. I'm a, uh, in the true sense of the word, I'm a, I'm a helper and a giver. And I'm like, I think this is the way I can do that. You know, but early on after college, the, the mode I had, though, at the time was, I just got to get a job. I got to, I want to be in the corporate world. I want to climb that ladder. I want to become that, you know, that CMO, right? The chief marketing officer of some, whether it's a, a sports organization or, uh, you know, a, 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 a bigger conglomerate, right? And that was kind of early on what my thought process was. I really didn't give myself the opportunity to kind of hone in on the entrepreneurial aspect of really where I'm at today. So, you know, I did that um, for, 
15 plus years. And I think I started to realize in some of my past jobs, you know, I'm looking at some of these owners, I'm looking at some of these managers going, you know, what I can do that. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, you know, uh, working for a, 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 a previous company and I'm looking at him going, I, I can be him. I can, I can do exactly what he does and maybe even better to some degree. Right. So mm-hmm. I started to realize I would probably say, within the last five years where that I started to turn around, like, oh, let's get back into that entrepreneurial passion and drive and really where I want to take the rest of my career. Right. I've had enough experience in the corporate world with the politics and who likes who, who doesn't like who and all that. And I just said, you know what, at the end of the day, who am I as a person? Right. And I really kind of to self-evaluate kind of where I want to go from here on out. And I said, I'm a giver, I'm a helper. And I think I'm pretty darn good at the marketing aspect. Let's try and help small to medium sized businesses you know, grow, you know, with, with whatever industry they're in. So that's kind of where it all started. It, 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 it took a while. <laughs> I can't, you know, start in grade school. Right. But it, but, but, you know, I was in such a mode of, you know, have to get it, had get the degree, get the job, get the degree, get the job. And now I'm realizing more and more that it, it's more than that. Uh, it's helping people, right. It's helping companies. It's watching people and companies succeed. And that really, I think what drives my success and will, and will continue to drive my entrepreneurial spirit moving forward. No, that's that's great stuff, and I, I love that you uh, you understand. And now, the, of course, the benefit of hindsight, the zigzags, right, the ups and the downs, sure. the sideways, what you know, what entrepreneurs face. Uh, that being said, there's some people, and, and you found your niche. Now you know your marketing, helping small businesses. Yep. Um, so there's some younger people listening that are just graduating college. Maybe they're a year or two sure. out, and they're considering, you know, going in that field. They're thinking marketing's for them. They want to work with business owners. They're just getting their yep. feet wet. What kind of advice would you give them on starting their career? Adam, great question. And and here's what I would say. And I didn't realize I didn't realize this at the time, right? I loved my classes. I loved the experiences I had with you know the different areas of, of marketing, right? as well as, you know, you know, high-level business, you know, whether it's the, the business law and advertising and retail and whatnot. What I didn't realize, Adam, when I got out of school was I was automatically pigeonholed to be a sales-type individual. Mm-hmm. And that truly boggled my mind. So, you know, when I'm talking to companies, right, and I'm interviewing with them, I'm like, well, why am I interviewing for a sales job? That's not what I went to school for. I went to Mm -hmm. school to market somebody's product, market somebody's company, right? Market somebody's, uh, you know, business. And early on, it it was frustrating. And and I would tell anyone out there that, you know, if if you're in marketing, I would try and get as niche as you can. What I mean by that is, you know, that's great that you have a marketing degree, but hone in on something, whether it's automation capabilities or becoming really good at social media, or maybe you you enjoy the coding aspect of, of creating and redesigning websites, right? Find a niche so that you can pursue that specific area of marketing. Because if, in a general sense, Adam, companies assume you want to go in sales or that's what you got the degree for was to be in sales. And I learned early on <laughs> through trials and tribulations as a young inside sales rep, you know, and then growing and, and getting promoted, right, and becoming an outside sales rep as well, that, it, it, it was a lot of peaks and valleys and it was a lot of stress and anxiety. Uh, and it was, it was a, it was jobs that I didn't want to be in. I was good at it. I was a top performer in some of those cases, but it wasn't Adam. It wasn't who I am, right? It wasn't the persona that I wanted to 
cultivate or create for myself in this world, right? And, and don't get me wrong. Sales experience is really good because at the end of the day, we have to sell ourselves, right? We're selling ourselves. We're selling our business. We're selling for other people, right? You have to be able to do that. But, you know, for those folks that are really honed in on that marketing aspect, I would just say be careful, but try and get as niche as you can in the classes that you're taking so that you can find that area of marketing that, that you want to be really good at. And, and you know, from there, uh, the sky's the limit, in my opinion. I love it. Um, let's change it up a bit, Chris. I want to get more into sure. what you're doing over at uh, Chromatic Marketing Services. So what kind yep. of clients are you helping and what are you helping them accomplish? Sure. Uh, the majority of them are, are small to start up, some, some medium-sized businesses. So really the, the niche and the focus from, from our standpoint is marketing automation, right? So when I talk about inbound marketing, I'm talking about the buyer's journey, right? How do you, how do you get people aware of what you do, how you do, how you do it? and how you can make people successful, right? And then what are you going to do next to get them to consider what you can provide, right, what you can deliver on and, and things that, that, that will help their business? And then that third phase of that buyer's journey is that decision-making process, right, where, where you want them to say, yeah, I want to work for Chris at Chromatic Marketing because he understands the aspects of different areas that I'm trying to grow in on and this automation capabilities, you know, the sky's the limit with, you know, penetrating, you know, all my prospects and growing you know, existing clients and whatnot. So the the truly niche area of our focus is marketing automation, and, and it's specific with the tool called HubSpot um, that I just really grabbed onto. I kind of just took the bull by the horn and said, you know what, this is, this is exactly what I want to be, who I want to be. I understand the tool. I understand the capabilities. Went through all the certification courses um, uh, that they provided, and, and really the, you know, from there it's, it's, it's been a, on an upward, upward trajectory, excuse me, and helping, you know, folks really, truly capitalize on automation capabilities um, to help really grow their business. Uh, so what kind of um, – what kind? I know when, when there's going to be, depending on the size of the company, depending on, yep. uh, you know, the market that they're in, there's going to be a different answer for this. But I know themes also um, tend to arise when you work with more and more companies. Uh, what do you find that a lot of companies are doing wrong before working with you on their inbound marketing efforts? They, 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 they're, they're spending money in the wrong places. And I can give you one example with a company I'm, I'm currently working with, right? I mean, they spent thousands of dollars on advertising through LinkedIn and Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it didn't yield. The, the, the ROI wasn't there to yield the type of results that they're looking for, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and in conversations I've had with them and explaining that, you know, with workflows, and different ways to attract these folks to your website, right, through landing pages and filling out forms and having your sales reps follow up with them in a timely manner and creating predictive lead scoring to help better qualify your leads that you're not capitalizing on today. Why aren't you using the tool that you paid for instead of adding? You're basically doubling your costs with ads that aren't tied into the automation tool that you're running today. So that that's mm. just – top of my head that's just one that sticks out of my mind where i'm kind of like shaking my head going you've got to spend the money in the right places and at the end of the day um make sure that roi is there and make sure that people can can verbalize and communicate effectively how said project or you know workflow or whatever tool that they're providing is going to yield maximum results because without that I mean, it, it, it's it's scary. It's scary how much money you can spend, and 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 you 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 turn around and you go, well, where where's the revenue stream, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's not there. <laughs> we need help. I'm raising my hand. Chris, help me, help me. Um, so that that's, you know, that would be one example where I, you know, I just spend, I, I would just be cautious, spend your money wisely and make sure that you're talking to people that truly understand, understand your business and, and they know how to apply it with different marketing tactics that, that can help them grow their business. No, that's awesome. So Chris, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on chromatic marketing services, um, sure. what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, I, I, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. I actually, I, I've grown to love it tremendously, especially the last, I would say, three to five years. So you can always reach me on, on LinkedIn through Chromatic Marketing. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Our website is www.chromaticmarketing.com. Uh, or you can always give me a call directly at 248-974-2288. All right, fantastic. Well, hey, Chris, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your tips and also your background. And to the audience, um, I really appreciate you tuning in. If you got a lot of value out of this, which I hope you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I'm bringing you brand new podcasts every day with uh, interesting entrepreneurs and executives. So, Chris, thanks again for coming on. Thank you.